It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Seating Charts, the fictional dinner party planning podcast where three friends try to craft the perfect guest list for a given topic. Now, let's find out who's coming to dinner this week. Hello, and welcome to Seating Charts. I am Morgan, and I'm here with Mike. Hello. And Adam. Hey, everybody. Welcome to uh, Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I wish it was Saturday night, man. We record these on Thursdays. I still have another day of work left. I ain't Same. having it. Hey, we I get wish. WandaVision in the morning, okay? The uh, least, I mean, w- we get WandaVision at night for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, oh, well, listen to you. Yeah, yeah. Well, this would be sad because when I listen back to this episode, you know, not that I listen back to the episodes, uh, but I, I do to critique myself. Helps my uh, yeah yeah no my my self esteem just gets lower. It's Is that okay. Like the waspy wife filming your husband for performance? <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I listen and cringe like mm, that was stupid. Just talking to me. It's 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 healthy, guys. Real healthy, really. Healthy. Do you know how often in my life I've listened to you and said the same thing? <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> multiple times. See, I edit the show and I just I just laugh at myself, so I'm vain. Oh no, I, I make I myself laugh. Absolutely, I, I literally will listen. And I'll be like, "Oh, I'm hilarious," and that's that's honestly as healthy as what you're suggesting, Adam. So it's all good. Yeah. yeah oh no, I hear. It. I'm like, "Oh, that was funny." I'm like, "Oh, crickets in the background." Nailed it. All right. My wife listens. She just disses me, so she keeps me level headed. It's fine. Um, yeah, she texts me to diss you too. Yeah, I know. So. I understand. I know. I know how this works. But uh, someone's got to be in my corner, and it's just me. <laughs> Uh, but we, uh, you know, speaking obviously as Adam did so about Saturday night, we are going to be focusing on Saturday Night Live, um, which you know, depending on and when you started watching it, you know, everyone kind of has their favorite generation of Saturday Night Live, and you might hate what's going on right now, or you might be kind of picking it up for the first time. Uh, but what we're going to focus on are fake products. So one of the sort of cornerstones, I really feel, of Saturday Night Live are these pre-filmed skits for commercials for, for for fake items most of the time it's commercials i think we have one that's technically not a commercial but yeah, uh it still counts skit, but... it, yeah it's a fake <laughs> item that is is seen on screen so it still counts um but for some reason these are first of all fantastic parodies uh usually they are parodying some sort of real item um or at least um something that is like in pop culture right so like there's a reason for them to exist and they're always so well done that they just stick with you like i was talking to the guys before the show and i was like yeah there's these two that are kind of old from from like an older like 80s early 90s 
um, SNL, but they were so done and so weird that like they just stuck with me forever. Um, and uh, I just anytime these are these are on, and they're they're pretty um, regularly on most episodes. To be perfectly honest, these days I think they've done mm-hmm. a really good job at like uh, doing these at this point. Uh, they're always so funny. I always think they're some they're some of the highlights of the show. Um, even if you don't aren't a big fan of SNL the way that it is right now. I think you can at least watch the fake ads and uh, laugh a little bit. Yeah, I, I think I'm right there with you with the ones that just stick with you. One of the ones that's not in my top two, but is on my list is "Oops, I crapped my pants." Oh yeah, and like I watched that back, and it's it's still funny. It's very, funny. but I know that it was I know that it was like funnier because I was like nine and I you know, watched it with my dad, and we were like, eh? "Yeah, that's funny." <laughs> Gosh. Look at those big diapers. I mean, though, should... though, still when they pour. If you've never seen that the skit, when they tea. pour the, the literal gigantic pitcher of tea, <laughs> wow, that could hold a lot of dung. A lot of stuff. <laughs> it's like, you wear upside crap, my pants. I am. And, and I, I just did. did. Still good. Still great. Uh, yeah, yeah. Still great. Or honestly, like, if I go back, the ones that have stuck with me that it's almost terrifying now is the mom jeans one. Because I'm like, oh, that was funny then. Now it's... Uh, like, my future sister-in-law has a lot of these pants, and she's yeah. in her early 20s, and, like, that's the style now. Yeah, the, the high-waisted jeans. Like, they, they're there. <laughs> um, oh, the other jeans one, though, is definitely Bad Idea Jeans, and, like, that <laughs> that one, that's a that's a great one. Um, but uh, we have a few choice guests that, that we kind of wanted to, to bring to the table of uh, some favorites of ours to uh, to talk about and discuss. And, uh, Adam, I think you are kicking us off. So who, who are you bringing first? Uh, I'm bringing, uh, you know, with the cold and flu season, I'm bringing Hibernol. Uh, it's, uh, it's either late eighties, early nineties, uh, got Chris Farley and Phil Hartman, uh, you know, rest in peace to both, sadly, but, uh, I, part of the reason to bring us down. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, (laughs) so like the idea is, uh, Chris Farley is sitting sick in his bed and his wife's like, Oh, sick again. He's like, yeah. And then it just like, it pans over to phil hartman who's just you know sitting at the end of the bed with this massive like human sized jug of hibernol and uh hibernol is the medicine that uh kicks the cold and flu and makes you sleep for two to three months so you can just sleep through cold and flu season so that, like while you're sleeping the the cold will make its way through your body and so will any other colds or flus that may happen yeah, well, multiple viruses and, and, yeah. and bacteria may may go through your system during this time yeah and after you know after three months his kids come and wake farley's kids come and wake him up and he's got really long hair and this huge beard and he's ah like, oh, i missed the super bowl didn't i and his wife pulls out the tape of it but i don't i just i've always found it really funny because at one point you just see uh farley who you know master of you know physical humor has like this huge medicine cup full of just this blue liquid that he's drinking as it runs I, down know, his face. It, it, cup is like a very like generous word for what yeah, that is. It's a bucket. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a small wash t- wash basin. <laughs> it's a bucket. Uh, so it, it, I don't know. I've always found it funny since I was a little kid because I guess it was like, haha, look, you know, it's a it's a big jug of medicine. It's funny, and even now, but now I'm looking at it I'm like, you know what? Someone's like, here, take this. You want to sleep for three months? I'm like, yeah, bring it on! Like, like I, I could use some of that. Y'all, let's and all other... get some hibernol and like, like double dose it. Sleep for six just, months. Let's see where yeah, we get. Yeah, from what I understand, uh, the actual that like Green Day loved that like ad so much. It was the inspiration for Wake Me Up in September. <laughs> there you go. There it is. <laughs> Lord. Uh, but I think the other reason I brought it is in just 
and maybe he's not in as many as I'm thinking, and it's more they just use him so much, so much voiceover work. And I guess he he kind of you know goes for the fake monorail product too in The Simpsons. It's just Phil Hartman's voice for me is just like is the voice of these fake ads for some reason. And I could be far off. He may not even be in that many, but he's got that just that perfect voiceover like sound for this stuff, and it's just he sticks with you. And I thought at You're least probably one right. Hartman should be here. You're probably also thinking of Troy McClure though, because like yeah. that's that's why I think of him as a narrator. Yeah, it's because like why. W- like whenever I picture a narrator, I picture Troy McClure, which is Phil Phil Hartman. Still Phil so. Hartman, so it's okay. Um, <laughs> he and just, yes, Col- yeah, he just nails that cadence, right? He just nails that 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 tone that you we was so common in a bunch of that that type of advertisement. So like, but it's, that's why it's it clicks with you because. It is what he's matching all of those things that we were around during those commercials in like the the eighties and nineties. Um, they all kind of sounded like that. That's true. No, that's true. And the obviously the uh, the runner up was obviously Colin Blow because that's a another fantastic bit of Phil Hartman work there. But so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna bring some Hibernol to the table, and after we're done with this podcast, gonna get a long rest. Hell yeah! <laughs> it's, gonna be a f- it's gonna be a few months before the next uh, next episode, everybody. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we we don't have that many you know in the bank to to put out, unfortunately. Um, uh, I, I think uh, Chris Farley though like sells the when you talk about the physical comedy of like drinking a a bucket of of like just like he always like that wide eyed look of just like wow I can drink. <laughs> like it, it's he looks like a little kid and it's perfect and just you know makes me miss him obviously because he's very funny but just like h- how you sell like you don't have to do that much honestly to sell like giant medicine just because like giant props are funny i don't, I don't care like giant props are funny yeah, oh yeah. but when you can like tackle it with like wide-eyed wonder of just like oh boy <laughs> i got my buck in the meds uh it's it's wonderful um so uh the only part i hate about the commercial is his, his long fingernails once he wakes up <laughs> Mwah, not a fan Ugh. Oh, no, what a little you. detail to put in that, too. What a fantastic <laughs> He's got detail. A, yeah, all of his hair is grown out, obviously. But, yeah, the fingernails are definitely like, yeah, that would be true, but I don't want to see that. You could have admitted that, and that would be fine. His wife's love stops at, like, taping the Super Bowl. Go in and groom your husband? Nah. nah. No, <laughs> He's got you. that when he wakes up. <laughs> all right, so, uh, Mike, who's, uh, or what, I should say, is uh, coming to the table next? So, uh, I'm, uh, I, you know, I... I don't tell you. I'm bringing a speck glass. Speck glass. Speck glass. So I, as I mentioned, I don't know if that's a good like Irvin Maine way like I don't know impersonation, but that's what I went with. Um, so it, it, there is one of the original SNL sort of characters um, played by Dan Aykroyd was a guy named Irvin Mainway of Mainway Toys, uh, and he constantly created things, but you know, for kids, uh, unhealthy school lunches. Uh, toys that were just not really not really good uh for children uh and in one of the original skits literally just called consumer probe uh he is interviewed uh uh about the toys that he has and one of his toys is literally bag of glass (laughs) which is just literally a bag of broken shards of glass he's like look at it you can look through them you see all the colors and colors of the rainbow this is a learning toy (laughs) and that is like always to me like it's one of those default things in my brain where it's like what do i get this kid and it's like you should get him a bag of glass <laughs> which is uh, which is probably terrible it it's um it just doesn't probably hurt that there's so many good toys in that ad uh there's 
<laughs> there's Johnny uh was a Johnny Action Punk which is like yeah. like he has a little like switchblades like he's got little switchblades he stabs kids there is definitely a teddy bear that has a chainsaw in the stomach so it's, <laughs> it's a teddy chainsaw bear uh it, it is you know it, it's it's very <laughs> it's very much like just ridiculous and then of course uh he's being interviewed I think it's Jane Curtin Oh no I thought it was uh, Murphy Brown I can't think of the actress's name Oh is it? Okay you might be right you might be right um uh, shoot, I think you're definitely Candace Bergen. You're yeah, right, yeah. Candace Bergen. But like, she's like, okay, well, what about these toys? Like, and he's like going through the regular toys, like to explain like why they're bad. And like, one definitely like he's like, oh, I got a splitter. He's like, look <laughs> at this. You think this is okay for kids? I got splitters. And it's just it, it, he like that character who shows up a number of times for Dan Aykroyd is just like the perfect scumbag. Like he's got like the gross mustache, the sunglasses, and, and he's very much just like that, just like a very slick talking, like what, what's what's the problem? It's fine. It's for kids. It's bag of glass. <laughs> and um, part of me thinks like going back to Chris Farley, like I feel like that's how you ed- eventually end up with like Zelensky, the auto parts king, right? Like it's <laughs> yeah. very much part of that. Like, Hey, what? It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I don't know, like bag of glass, you know, I, I think I mentioned on last week's episode with the children's authors, like it's one of those things like potato on the ankle and get that kid a bag of glass. <laughs> Just like that's 40% of my brain at all times. <laughs> hey, Mike, you want me to put some broken glass in a bag and mark it guaranteed? I can. I got time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's a great choice. I know, something about that bit, too, when he's talking about the, the action figure with the switchblades, like what, you know, plays with can he plays a barbie barbie might get stabbed get stabbed it's all right but and just the absurdity and the, the simplicity too it's not even just like something like somebody backs out like behind the scenes like all right i need you to get a heavy duty plastic bag and just fill it with shards of broken glass that's that's all i need like you don't need me to make some elaborate prop no i just i need a bag of broken glass and it's so simple and it works really well it's 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 a great choice i i approve <laughs> I, I want to quickly give you the list of toys that are both in the ad or mentioned by Candace Bergen's the new reporter. It's bag of glass, bag of vipers, bag of sulfuric <laughs> acid, Mr. Skin Grafter, yeah, yeah, pretty, right. <laughs> pretty Peggy's ear piercing kit, <laughs> doggy dentist, general trans secret police confession kit, Johnny Switchblade Adventure Punk, and the aforementioned Teddy Chainsaw Bear. <laughs> bag of vipers. <laughs> um it's awesome i just like like that like i know like you you meant morgan you mentioned how maybe like modern snl is not everyone's favorite but i think like that that's some of my favorite snl stuff in general where it's just like let's we have we have a conceit which is the you know smarmy shady toy dealer okay let's throw a bunch of words into a bag like and like definitely they hit on the bag and they're like okay what is bag o what follows bag o that is the funniest (laughs) Like and vipers glass. and glass are both very good. Bag of sulfuric acid, <laughs> but it doesn't eat through the bag for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? Like the uh, like obviously this is uh, you know supremely absurd. Um, but uh, the idea of it, like the pearl clutching, right? Of like how toys being dangerous and like that—that's sort of a universal trope that still exists for parents these days. So it's just like, it's, it's a comedy note that can continue to deliver because you're always going to have, you know, new toys and new parents coming out that are like, Oh, well this is dangerous. And like, you know, 
as time goes on, we can think about all the times where toys got recalled because like they like said demonic speech or something like that or cursed when they got got played like five billion times or were choking hazards. I'm looking at you, Boba Fett, and your missile launcher. <laughs> um, but like it's it's definitely a real thing where people are like super concerned about this and but just like taking it to like the millionth point with this slimy guy is I don't know. It's just very good. It's you know it's it's classic SNL. It's it's um it feels like. You know, maybe it wouldn't play as well in uh, current day, but it is something that once you see it, like it sticks with you. So much yeah, like I the agree. shards of glass, if you were to play. All right, uh, well that's that's mine, Morgan. Uh, who's your uh, who's your first guest? So mine's kind of a, an older one as well. It actually uh, has uh, Chris Elliott from from now uh, Shit's Creek fame uh, as rolling shit. Huh. Um, but uh, it's the <laughs> amazing laser. Uh, <laughs> And um, this is one of the ones that, like, much like Mike, how um, and uh, Adam, how this one I I watched, and it was the most random one to stick with me. And the ad itself, the the all the acting in it is pretty is played pretty straight. Like Chris Elliott is a he's playing a guy that's done a bunch of yard work and he's just having a hard time cleaning up his yard. He's like, oh, man, I wish this was easier. And he just pulls out a laser gun and starts like firing his laser gun and saying like, oh, I can get get rid of this pile of leaves, this giant granite boulder, things like that. But the absurdity and the the hilarity comes from uh, there's all these disclaimers that pop up at the bottom of this ad that like they're like warning, do not point amazing laser at police officers <laughs> warning do not point amazing lasers at armed military personnel uh do not give to terrorists <laughs> caution if you are a terrorist do not buy amazing laser <laughs> um amazing and like i think one of the final ones is like amazing laser can be used for good or evil but please only use it for good <laughs> and it's just, it doesn't set off metal detectors <laughs> yeah that that is probably like the 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 part it, obviously this is this is made in a different different decade than anything that uh, recently the the idea of like a laser gun going through a metal detector is probably not not gonna play very well on tv these days but you know back then it was you know more naive times um uh, but it's just it's just one of my favorites just just because of how it is is played so like straight and matter of fact and um I think the best thing about it, in my opinion, is the packaging that it's in. Because it just looks like a toy <laughs> toy gun packaging. It's just, like, so casual. I, the the laser is only referred to as, like, a yard work tool. Like a, like, <laughs> like a you know, like a shovel or something like that. And um, the obvious, like, horrific implications of this very, very powerful laser gun. <laughs> that's just like, I'm just going to use it to rake my leaves, I guess. But, um, I don't know. It's just, again, one of those things that just... It's just there. I just locked away for some reason. I was like, when, when this subject was even brought to us by by Adam to talk about this week, I was like, what's that one with the the, the laser? And then like I was looking through because there's a Wikipedia list of all the fake products and oh, yeah. like ads and stuff like that. And I, I I was in the A's obviously, and I was like, I remember that one. What's that one? Let me see that one again. And uh, but yeah, it's great. I appreciate it. I I will say, uh, Chris Elliott. I think Adam will agree with me. I actually think of him as Lily's dad. Oh no, I I think of him as Snowplow Man. <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. Well, there you go. Everyone he's has Lily's their own dad. Or Gra- he's in Groundhog's Day. The man's had a, actually an amazing <laughs> career without ever being like an A-lister, and he looked old. Like watching this back, I'm like, oh, he looks as old there 
as he, as does, he does now. now. It's wild. He just stopped aging. <laughs> well, he, it's because he because he looked forty five at twenty two, so yeah, he just like aged into it. But uh, no, I I think it's very funny. I I like the idea that like as Morgan said the the runners at the bottom. It's it's almost as if those are being written as they're filming it, as if the <laughs> creators are going, oh, do we think about this? Hey, don't do this. <laughs> don't do this. <laughs> this yeah. <laughs> It's such a simple thing, too. Just like, oh, you want to get rid of that boulder? Gone. Okay. Just like laying in a hammock. He's just shooting things around his yard to make them go away. And it's, oh, yeah, it's really wonderful. Yeah, the final thing Actually, he hits is like a car. <laughs> it's yeah, like a truck and he's just like, blam. Bam, got car gone. Actually, you mentioned him as Lily's dad, too. And his, as Lily's dad, he's actually got some wonderful fake, you know, products of his Yeah, his I think he's game. an Irvin May- Mainway employee. <laughs> just <laughs> making terrible games. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I just, it's a simple, that's uh, such a simple and like effective writing technique of just extrapolation, right? You know, you take that sci-fi idea of extrapolation and then you just go for, okay, let's, okay, we want, you want your life to be easier. Well, here's this, but then just taking it uh, escalation, right? As far as you possibly can go is just, uh, it's very good. I know we're not talking, we're talking SNL, but it makes me think of like, um, one of my favorite uh, whitest kids you know sketches which is the hippo in the city right and now it's, right it's, now there's a hippo in the city <laughs> and, and, and it's just it sets up like this little kids like song like oh there's a hippo in the city and by the end of it the people have called the cops on the hippo because they don't know why ice him johnny <laughs> the, the, co- the cops shoot the hippos they dump the body in the like in the, one of the like the with the hudson river like yeah. in new york but it, it starts off so happy and friendly and it just i love that idea of just like okay now what <laughs> And, and that's what the amazing laser is like. Okay, what else can we point this at? <laughs> Just point it at everything. And oh, but not that. <laughs> and, so, um, yeah, this is a good choice, Morgan. I, I had not seen it in a very long time, and it made me laugh very hard to watch it. But uh, it, I just enjoyed the end where it's like, pick it up at your local CVS and Walgreens and stuff like that. Just because, like, <laughs> obviously, commercials, unless they're like super cheesy late night commercials, don't really end with that anymore. So it's just like, oh, it's nice to see again. All you think about is the chia. Like, yeah, the chia just, pet. Just, just, just like pick it up right? at Drug Mart, Walgreens, and yeah, all yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, Adam. What's your uh, what's your what's your final item you're bringing? I think I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring dinner to the table. Uh, is it dinner? And it, it kind of, almost it's almost dinner. Uh, no, this is actually one of my my favorite bits ever for SNL. Not just product, it's just it's almost pizza. So it's it just making fun of a DiGiorno's commercial. So uh, you've got Kristen Wiig, Bill Hader, and Nassim uh, Pedrad is the daughter in it, but. So, like, Kristen Wiig has pulled this pizza out, and Bill Hader walks out and it's like, oh, I didn't hear a delivery, man. I didn't, like, we got pizza. It's like, almost pizza. And it just, the conceit is the whole time is that every time he mentions that it's pizza, no, it's almost pizza. It's like, so it's tofu? No, you could put tofu on a pizza and still still technically call it pizza. This is almost pizza. And, And Bill Hader just gets more exacerbated over the whole thing about, like, what is going on with this, so... Like, the daughter walks in and goes, pizza, good call, mom. And it's like, nope, almost pizza. It's like, well, is it food? Oh, come on, of course it's food. And you see Kristen Wiggs like, fake eats the pizza by her mouth. But the moment that makes it for me is just the daughter <laughs> uh, sure smells like pizza. And when she replies, that's what they intended. And Bill just goes, who? Who is they? <laughs> and then at one point, they, they throw the slice of pizza on the ground where it shatters like glass. Then reforms in a blob, like, and then and then like crawls away with like almost like a chirping noise and leaves. And the, it's really funny to look back now because who makes almost pizza? Pfizer. 
<laughs> but just it's it's a fantastic it's such a simple thing and i don't know why but just as as he slowly gets more angry about not understanding what is actually in front of him it just just who is they is it's so good i love it every, i have watched this countless times and i still laugh Every time I showed it to Rachel last night and she kind of, oh yeah, you showed me this and kind of chuckled. I'm just glaring at her. I'm like, you laugh. This is funny. <laughs> this is quality stuff. <laughs> so, so yeah, we're going to have uh, almost pizza. I'm not touching almost pizza first and foremost. So I want that to be very clear. <laughs> um, so I, I hadn't you. seen this one actually um, uh, before because I don't know. It's just, just I, I guess I didn't watch a lot of that, the, that era of SNL with, with them. You're only uh, missing Bill and Kristen. Like, yeah, I know. It's, the show I'm, like, I'm like, it's just, you, you know, it's, it, it was pretty good. But uh, I, Catherine, my wife and I, just, we just laughed and laughed and laughed. <laughs> it was so good. Um, and just, like, I think it's it's quite masterful, like, the writing and how, like, Kristen Wiig just dodges every single, like, one of, like <laughs> I just need to know that this is okay. And she's like, no, no don't be silly. It's fine. Uh, it's, it's great. It's fantastic. <laughs> and her trying to fake eat the pizzas. That's yeah, a good just... bit. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say you're only like saying you're only missing Bill Hader. Like Bill Hader, like is a reason to go back and watch a lot. Oh, I said of you're that, missing those too. That's true. Like, it, like and he and he sells this so well. Like, like just the his reaction, everything is perfect. Uh, you mentioned the re- reforming pizza. It definitely seems to be an homage to like the, the you know T two yeah. Judgment Day, yeah. where it's just like. I thought of like reforms. Alex Mack for some reason. <laughs> sure, Capri Suns. I uh, guess I don't know. Going off on an odd, I just it randomly popped up on TikTok today, which was Bill Hader doing his Alan Alda impressions. I'm <laughs> just like him trying out for different movies over the years. And if you haven't seen that bit, it's fantastic, and it's it, his, the impression is so spot on. So it's it's like Alan Alda tr- trying out for uh, for Top Gun, <laughs> and it, it's it's really great. Jurassic Park, few others. Not to get off topic, but yeah, almost pizza. It's it's I- almost food. I think this one has also aged very interestingly. You mentioned Pfizer. That yeah. is funny in yeah. itself. But just like all of these plant-based foods. And that's not to say that these aren't food because I don't want to say that. But they, they all have like names that go, it's like, eh, okay, but you're not meat. You're not meat. Like, all their names are as close to pretend meat as they can be. Yeah. <laughs> you won't believe it's not meat. <laughs> We have like what? What a, is it? Impossible. Beyond. It's like, well, what, I don't like. That's not very like. What's beyond meat? I don't want to talk Super about. Saiyan 3. <laughs> so you go, this is sausage, and this is what's, what it's like to be go even further beyond sausage. Uh, Why is the sausage good. yelling? It's powering up. <laughs> you might uh, want to come back in like a half hour. It'll, it'll get there. It warms itself up. That's the nice part. So, uh, it, was, it was a good choice. I, I'm going to move into my second choice. Uh, and I, I revisited this one. It's one I, I laughed at a lot at the time. And sometimes when they make these fake ads, you're just the target for it. You you know, like you're the person who's in the ad. Uh, mine is Swiftamine. Swiftamine is a medication that combats Taylor Swift-induced vertigo, which is the moment you realize you like Taylor Swift and your brain attacks itself. <laughs> uh, it, it's great. There's even a depiction of how it works in the commercial, and it's just a bunch of tiny Taylor Swift faces smacking against your brain, just coming into your ear. Uh, but as a person who wants to pretend that I have good taste in music, but also I love pop music. I really unabashedly love pop music, and Taylor Swift is uh, is an angel. She she's you know sings for all of us. I too remember when I was a young 
blonde girl with lots of money who went to live in New York. What 1989 was written about me. Uh, so, but all these people in this commercial who were, who were just like, hey, I was working out and the song shuffled on Spotify and I was like, wow, this is really good. Who is this? And then the, the vertigo of it being Taylor Swift, just like world altering uh, is is great. And then of course there's Keenan with his daughters like going to a show and it's and I look at my daughter and go, Oh gosh, I don't. I know that's going to be me. Like you know, not that soon, you know, far off into the future. Where who is this person we're listening to? Gosh, Dad, it's blah, blah, blah. and I'm going to love it unabashedly. So uh, Swift and Meanest for me, if I could, like, if that was a pill I could take, just my iTunes shuffles and just that way I don't reckon oncoming traffic as I shake it off. Uh, Swift and Mean, uh, you know, get it from your doctor. Yeah, my favorite part about that is like. When they, it was like the intro when I think it's Chris Rock was like I don't like Taylor Swift and he's like <laughs> it cuts to the doctor he's like yes you do don't be stupid yes you do <laughs> oh and yeah, it, it's, the, it's, the doctor's name is like Doctor something Doctor it's it's a Doctor David Doctor Doctor David Doctor which is like just a, a stupid throwaway joke but like okay you don't need to do this you can see it's already ridiculous enough but like oh yeah let's let's amp it up a notch the, there's yeah the, some of those so first of all i will say the doc so dr david doctor explains what happens like medically speaking taylor swift onset vertigo occurs in one of her songs forces your brain to fight your ears your frontal lobe says oof taylor swift she's always wearing like a cecily nine keenan's o's uh, bathing suit but your ear is saying shut up this is a perfect song <laughs> uh and then it cuts to the so was, uh, Lynn leslie jones was still on there and they're in a club and she, she's this song is banging who is this and then when they say taylor swift it does that slow motion who taylor swift <laughs> it's good it, it's great um you know, it, it speaks to, I think, a lot of people's truth of being, like, uh, thinking they're, they get so uh, up their their own selves about liking particular music and, like, not diving into pop music and just, like, the shell shock of being, like, I actually just enjoy things, just be okay with things and like things. Um, and I'm guilty of this for, for, for time to time. I definitely think I've, I've chilled out a lot since, like, I think, like, early 20s Morgan is definitely a little bit different about music than early 30s Morgan uh, would be. You know, uh, what a decade can do uh, to, to I, I being mild. I feel like the time I've known you, you've softened. Yeah. You really, you know, you, you've, you've embraced a wider range of music. For sure. I would like to think I'm, uh, I'm above this. Uh, I personally don't... Uh... I don't like Taylor Swift. I have a better taste in music. I've seen Katy Perry in concert twice. Um, anyway, I was with you one of those times. It was a good show. It was a good stage show. Uh, but no, I get it. There's there's a few of her songs though that you know they get in their head, kind of like a. It's it for me. It's in that same realm of Nickelback. Where I'm like, oh, I don't like that. And like Rockstar comes on, you're like, we'll roll these windows because I know every every word of this song. So yeah, no, I get that. And it is. It's it is. It's an annoyance. Like get get out of there. Like. No, sh- shake this off. No, stop it. No, I don't want this. <laughs> D- don't touch me. <laughs> but, I mean, I'll be honest. Blank Space is a, is a perfect. It's a perfect song. I, I, I want to quote uh, Keenan's the line I was referring to because how how good it is. So Keenan says, I took my daughters to a Taylor Swift concert. I did not want to go. I do not get it. But as soon as the concert started, I was on the ground. My daughters say I was slurring the words. And those words were, girl could write a song. Oh, <laughs> they gave me Swift to me. I do just. I just want to hit something. You, you mentioned Keenan, and uh, he's got his own show now. I actually do want to watch it, and I just want to say I feel like NBC's kind of doing him dirty. Where like they have barely advertised this show, 
at all. It started like two weeks ago, and they're just not advertising, and it's really upsetting me that they're doing that to Keenan. He deserves his own show, and uh, I wish they were doing better for him. So, like, the, uh, the like, I don't know, 60 people that listen to this podcast, go check out <laughs> Keenan's show. You're a powerful, powerful line of people. <laughs> I, I, I swing a small hammer, and it doesn't really do much. There are try. dozens of you. Know your power. <laughs> Literally dozens. Hey, I'm going to do what I can for Keenan, all right? He's, a, he's been carrying the, that, that show through some of the bad times, so... He deserves it. That's true. So, he is uh, typically a shining star. Um, for this is a completely off tangent, but uh, the Emmys just happened, and uh, mm-hmm. during the Emmys there was a bit with him and Maya Rudolph where he played um, a French guy, and then it just sent me back millions <laughs> of years <laughs> to, to, to Pierre Escargot from all that, and I was like, oh my god, I'm there. Look at that. The- all our, almost all our lives, that man has been doing skit comedy it's, that makes us laugh. Yeah, it's, it's great. Salute it's, to Kenan Thompson yeah. here. I legitimately watched a Super Dude sketch today. <laughs> yes! <laughs> so, good. so good! All that very underrated. Let's bring... Uh, don't forget, he's lactose intolerant. <laughs> yeah, he's lactose intolerant. <laughs> uh, invite all the skits from all that to every dinner forever. Um, we'll just have a Kenan Thompson episode. You can bring all that skits. You can bring SNL skits. Yeah, whatever you want. Just, I think we're just going to have to have an all that sketch episode. So Yeah, it's true. Pencil that one in. You could bring Chris... <laughs> he does an episode with Chris Farley. There you where Chris there you Farley's go. Like, obsessed with ketchup, and he's he, uh, when he's playing a character that's obsessed with chocolate, it's fantastic. Anyways, uh, back to SNL. Yeah, uh, sorry. Who's gonna be our uh, our last guest there, Morgan? Uh, so or what? This is this is kind of like a. I think this is this is definitely for uh, for my spouse for 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 my lovely wife. Um, this one cracked me up too, um, and it's also kind of a product that, in a different in like a little bit more of a like twisted world could potentially exist uh but i I would buy these i'm it is the swiffer sleepers and what this is are (laughs) uh swiffer onesies for your small children that they get in and then you can drag them around the house so they can clean up all the dust and dirt that exists uh the best part is uh definitely when the child is connected to a pole and on the ceiling it's it's (laughs) probably like the, the 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 most amazing part but um you know, really, this is like a pretty. It's hard to say harmless product, but like it's not. It's not any way like it's not pitched maliciously. I don't think really any of the products are necessarily pitched maliciously, but it's not. It's not. Oh, uh, pause. Bag of glass. Okay, for yeah, fair enough. Um, but to be fair, that's not being pitched. He's actually getting talked talked about because it's so bad. Um, yeah, it's in stores. That's it's true. But the commercial is so like upbeat. It, it, it is just a classic Swiffer commercial. If you remember those from like the early two thousands, um, or late or late nineties, early two thousands, it just kind of hits all those same notes. And you're just like, you watch it, and you go, I could buy that that exists. Like I could realistically be like, shh. Sure. Like, they, I'm sure there are probably some onesies that are out there that are probably just like that anyway, you know, based on what the material they're made out of. And I'm sure they just get dusty. Like, your kid's on the floor. It's, it's just going to happen. Like, what are you going to do about it? Um, but uh, this is probably my wife's favorite one. And um, uh, we watched it last night to, to revisit, to, to, you know, go through a bunch of these and, and you know really take them all in and i have to say this is this is the energy that this one brings is is pretty it's pure i feel like it's it's pure because there's like it's obviously like a probably considered mild child abuse uh if mild you could put mild in front of child abuse and it makes it any better uh but uh it's definitely uh everyone's having fun everyone's having fun in the commercial you can't that's you know if they're having fun then you're having fun 
don't really think of bureaucrat. the impacts <laughs> of like dragging your child on a pole to clean up dirt. I don't know. They look like they're having a good time. <laughs> like I said, I, no jokes. I would buy this. Like my daughter is currently at that age where putting that on her would clean all of our vinyl flooring and it would be great. <laughs> Uh, as opposed to me having to change your clothes very often. So, uh, please, it's not even a joke. I, I, just send them to me. I will take them. them they me. are for me. Fun fact, you can buy your child a child-sized Dyson vacuum that works. So when they're playing with their toy vacuum, they're also sweeping your floors. <laughs> it's really... Yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to, like, engender my child at one. I just want... <laughs> Oh, no, that's for anybody. Sticky clothes. Boy, girl, but sticky, whatever. But sticky on purpose, care. not sticky because they got, like, yeah. a sauce like, on them. <laughs> like, they made it sticky. This was intentionally built. We had pancakes, built. and now everything's sticky. <laughs> but, no, this is a good choice. I, I watched this one today, too. And uh, But lo- looking back on, like, a lot of our choices, too, is I think some of the reason these have stuck with us is just look at the casting. You know, you just brought Amy Poehler. Mike brought Dan Aykroyd. I brought, I brought you know, Chris Farley, Bill Hader. These are... You know, top tier, like comedians of, I mean, if you look, you can follow for all of our three of our lives, like these comedians have, I know at least for Mike and I, like a lot of these comedians have been a big part of our lives all the way through. And so it makes sense to me that we would also bring them in this. So some of it's, of course, good writing, but their deliveries are fantastic. Amy Poehler has that kind of like pure kind of craziness that bring it perfect for for this product like and you, they do like almost what is it, almost like her like shaking her face like right into the camera kind of thing and it's just it's fantastic it's good good casting and it's it's a great it's a great product i guess kind of <laughs> i mean you watch it you, like you get the joke and you're like but you know if it existed people would buy it 100 percent. just like hybrid all like eh, yeah it's funny pass it over here <laughs> I think like the, the science behind hibernol would would probably frighten people. I don't know. Medically induced coma probably. probably seem to be something you need to have a doctor around for and be in a hospital for. It's can't just like to... hang out in your bed. But you could strap your kid into like a onesie that cleans the floor, and you'd be like, "Yeah, this is fine." <laughs> just get them really staticky and just slide them across the floor. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um. Hold on, I'm writing that one down to try tomorrow. <laughs> Buy balloons. Rub Buy on balloons. on my child. Set them loose. <laughs> I know you're almost walking down now, honey. I need you to start rubbing those feet back and forth on the carpet. You got Stop. this. Sh- show me how the train goes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, I mean, honestly, it's winter right now. It shouldn't be that hard to build up some static in your home. Yeah. <laughs> True. Well, uh, I think we got a pretty good table here. Morgan, why don't you run it back for us? Yeah, so we got uh, almost pizza, hibernal, uh, swiftamine, uh, bag of glass, uh, <laughs> Swiffer Sleepers and Amazing Laser. It's going to be the name of my new band that I'm going to start. Um, but yeah. Amazing, and then you hear Dr. Evil say laser. Laser. <laughs> Sorry. But, uh, Sorry. I, Amazing Laser is just one of the, the late stage American Gladiator names. Amazing <laughs> Laser. We just, got, we just ran Blade. out. We just ran out. Blade. Amazing Laser. Amazing Blazer. <laughs> <laughs> And Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, um, yeah, that's been another wonderful episode of uh, Seating Charts. If you are uh, wanting to talk about your favorite uh, SNL fake products, you can definitely reach out to us. We are uh, located on Twitter. Our handle is Seating Chart Pod. 
Um, we are also on Facebook. You can do a search for Seating Charts Podcast, and I'm sure we show up in that search. I don't know how Facebook works. Um, uh, we uh, also want to give a, a quick thank you and shout out to Tumel for providing us with our intro song. Uh, Wish I was in Shibuya with a lot of money off the album Summer in Silent Places. You can find out more about Tumelo by following uh, them on Twitter at Makes is their handle. Uh, if you're listening to us on the podcast apps on your iPhone, feel free to leave us a rating, a review. I would really appreciate it and uh, gets us more uh, more visibility on the platform. So, uh, But thank you to everyone who listens on anything. We super appreciate it and um, keep on listening. Share the show with your friends, your family, unless you're shamed and then you don't have to. It's okay. We understand. We get it. We know what we look like in the mirror. So, uh, But uh, <laughs> uh, Mike, go ahead and uh, close out the show for us tonight. Bon appetit. Everything except for almost pizza.